Crypto. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Crypto. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. Welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. Welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kurt Joe. I'm M. Welcome, welcome, 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 I'm M. Welcome, Welcome to Speak on it with Who You With, Kurt Doe. I'm M, Who You With, Kurt Doe. Welcome, everyone, to the show, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, and Live. as always, in the house. Y'all know what time it is. It's, it's Thursday night. <laughs> uh, my girl, looking all Beyonce is tonight. <laughs> um, I'm saying that because of what she just sent me, but um, tonight, you know, my girl's in the house, Miss Risky. Uh, gonna do some history tonight on Bessie Coleman. R. Kelly, day two of his trial. Uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, we're gonna talk about OnlyFans tonight. And also, we're still giving away uh, two more tickets to um, uh, Sean Martin birthday bash, the go go party on Sunday. Uh, the show is from 3 to 8 p.m. So you could get out, um, go to the show, and then turn around and um, be back home in time enough to get the kiddos to bed. So um, we're not going to hold y'all up no more. I know y'all ready to see this Beyonce look that she have going on. Uh, welcome to the show, Miss Risky. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm multitasking. I see you. I, I I I just received the picture. You <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. All booty bootylicious. I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> I see. T Cal, welcome to the show. Um, hopefully, you had a great week so far. Uh, thank you for always tuning in. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, Beyonce. I mean, listen, she's been doing her squats. Let me, show, <laughs> let me show everybody. Bam, look at that. Ass just all out. Just pop, pop, <laughs> pop it. Not one it, dimple. <laughs> are, those, are those blue, blue jeans? It's like denim ch- Well, she's doing, um, it's chaps. Uh, oh. She's doing like some kind of Western wear now for her Ivy Park. I know she was doing ashless chaps. But okay, <laughs> I, I'm like hell. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna see some of those in a strip club soon. 
Okay, that okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you freeze on me? Or, no, oh. I again multitasking. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I'm like, hey. Um, no, about to get me in trouble. What? Yeah, <laughs> no, and like, uh, so, uh, just sharing information about the uh, what was it, the go go badge you were talking about? Exactly, because um, it's in Dallas, right? Yes, it's in Dallas, it's Sandaga 813, uh, right here in Dallas. It's a day party. Um, if you've never been to a Sean Martin show. Uh, go-go party or his jazz show, you need to check them out. Um, and we giving away two tickets tonight. So uh, first one to call, say they want them. Hey, I got you. We have two tickets. Sean Martin was on the show last night. So you can call in 972-591-3665, 972-591-3665. And please do not block your number. But also to get the tickets, make sure you're going to show up to the show. Because if not, we want to give them to somebody who's going who's gonna to appreciate it and enjoy the show. So uh, what's wrong? Can you hear me good? I can't hear you at all. I I can't hear you. No, I can't. Okay, I think you I I know your sign language. I think you're saying you're gonna try to reset it or something, but I can't hear you at all. No, I can't. Uh TK said I would if I didn't have to work. Um and yeah, Sean Martin is a bad dude. Um so Miss Risk is having a little of a um technical issue. It might might be that hair she got on. I can hear you typing. I can hear Well you no, because I'm clicking changing my settings since the headset just doesn't want to work to it at all. Okay. Because <laughs> it's like you're going in and out, and I was like, I have no idea what this man is saying. Oh. <laughs> but but what I was saying was uh the Sean Martin show. It's this Sunday from 3 to 8 p.m. Um, if you are in the DFW, you're more than welcome to call in. We have two tickets left that we are giving away tonight. Uh, so definitely take advantage of that. Um, so call in at 972-591-3665. So Miss um, <clears throat> Risky, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know last week we didn't get a chance to do it, but... Um, uh, I don't know what what, what were we doing last week. <laughs> I don't even remember. I, <laughs> we was we were uh, rodeo. Oh, style. I was in Oklahoma when I know. Well, yeah, you had went to Oklahoma, and last then I week. didn't have time to prepare anything. Yeah, it it was a crazy week last week, so it was kind of kind of crazy for both of us, and we just said, you know what, we're just gonna have some fun. And that's what we did last week. Had some fun. I received a couple of text messages on my boy. Y'all at the food last week. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to do it every week. Hopefully we do. But we try to act a fool every week. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just regular. <laughs> we're going to keep it real every week. I'm regular. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely, um, uh, 
So you ready with the history? Yes, it's actually not too long, okay. um, but there is uh, some good information. It's going to be on Betsy Bessie Coleman. Um, she was the first African American, well, African slash Native American female pilot. Uh, you know how everybody's like, I got some Cherokee in me. She wasn't uh, She was born uh, in a one-room shack in Texas in 1892. She first went to school at the age of six, a four-mile walk from her home. Uh, she often went to school without basic supplies such as paper to write on or pencils to write with. Uh, she was described as an intelligent young girl, um, and she attended, you know, faithfully as she could, and was very active in her church uh, when she was not needed in the cotton fields to help her large family survive. And there were 13 Coleman children altogether. Uh, when she got older, she worked as a laundress to save money to attend college in Oklahoma. Unfortunately, her money ran out after only one semester. Uh, when she turned 23, she headed to Chicago to live with two of her older brothers, hoping to make something out of herself. Um, but the force the city offered as little uh, in opportunities to African-American women as they did in Texas. Uh, eventually, she uh, worked as a manicurist uh, which wasn't really that lucrative or fulfilling. Uh, and then I guess during her um, session, she overheard uh, and was entranced by stories of pilots who had recently returned from airfields uh, from World War One, and decided that she wanted to be a pilot. Uh, in 18 or 1918, um, with the exception of these, you know, occasional wealthy, wealthy socialite, female pilots were rare and African-American female pilots were non-existent. Coleman was stonewalled by sexism and racism from American pilots who scoffed at her desire to fly. Uh, hearing of her woes, a black newspaper man, Robert Abbott, the publisher of Chicago Defender, of the Chicago Defender, encouraged her to go to France to learn how to fly. He financed a trip to Paris in 1920, and for seven months, Coleman trained with some of the best pilots in Europe. Despite being the only Black person in her class, she was treated with respect and earned her international pilot's license by 1912, <laughs> Uh, when she returned to America, newspaper caught wind of the unusual story, and she began a and she became a minor celebrity almost overnight. Commercial uh, aviation at that time was still in its infancy, so most active flyers were stunt flyers who performed at air shows. Um, as the only non-Caucasian student in her class. She was taught in a 27-foot biplane that was known to fail frequently, sometimes failing in the air. Uh, so, and, and, and at one point during her training, she actually uh, saw a fellow student die in a plane crash, which she described as a terrible shock. Uh, 
to her nerves. Um, but the accident didn't deter her. In June 1921, the Federation uh, Aeronautique Internationale awarded her an international pilot's license. Coleman sought out uh, sought out the best in the field again in Europe for training, or she was sought out uh, uh, because she was like the best in her field, and she took the um, the route of the air show circuit where she was, you know, a big hit. They even named her Queen Bess. Coleman was known for her daredevil aerial uh, tricks and her race and her gender became a selling point instead of a liability. For five years, she uh, barnstormed around the country, making a good living. Um, even though it was a hard living and filled with, um, it was a hard living and filled with lots of risk. In 1923, for instance, she ended up in the hospital with a broken leg when her plane crashed from mechanical failure. A later, more serious mechanical failure would lead to Coleman's premature demise in 1926. Um, she purchased a replacement plane for one of uh, the one that she lost in uh, 1923, uh, and her co-pilot, a man named uh, William, William D. Willis flew the crate from uh, Texas to Florida. Um, and, uh, they were going to a location, uh, their next air show. On April 30th, 1926, she and Willis prepared for the air show that was to have taken place the following day at 3,500 feet with Willis at the controls. And an unsecured wrench somehow got caught uh, on the control gears, and the plane unexpectedly plummeted towards the earth. Willis was killed in, on impact, and Coleman, who had not been wearing her seatbelt because she had a habit of looking uh, over the landscape on the side of the plane, so she, it gave her freedom to look along the sides, she was pitched from her seat and died instantly. Coleman had hoped to inspire other Afri young African-Americans to take to the skies by establishing a flight school. Um, her dream to start a uh, school was never would never be realized. But by being the first black American woman to fly, she inspired countless young men and women to do the same. And despite being the first licensed black flight pilot in the world, oh, there's a net. Uh, Coleman wasn't recognized as a pioneer in aviation until after her death. Though history has favored Amelia Earhart or the Wright brothers, Coleman, who went to uh, flight school in France in 1919, paved the way for a new generation of diverse flyers like the Tuskegee Airmen, Blackbirds, and Flying Hobos. So yeah, she you know, she didn't uh, she didn't have a long career in uh, piloting, um, but it did make an impact on history. Yes, it did. And she's a beautiful woman too. Um, looking at her pictures um, online, she was actually very beautiful, and 
at 34. Man, that's a that's some good history, Risky. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things about it, they said all because someone left a um a tool in the in the motor that actually caused the accident, mm-hmm. jammed up the gears. Mm-hmm. So when you're out there working on cars and planes, please remove the tubes. Um, but I mean, also in surgery, people be having gauze and stuff still inside them. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so that that's always some good history. Um, yeah, and uh, I got the bulk of my information from uh, biography.com, pbs.com, and Britannica. Yeah, that, that was really good uh, information on that. So... I appreciate you for always bringing the history. And not only that, she's um, um, actually um, born and raised in Texas, mm-hmm. um, Atlanta, Texas. So not Atlanta, nothing against Georgia, but uh, this Atlanta, Texas, the original Atlanta. <laughs> I'm going to say that, but I know some people probably kind of kind of get upset about it and um but hey we're gonna do do what we have to do if you're just not tuning in you are listening to uh speak on it with who you with kurt dog it's thursday night so you know my girl miss risky is always in the house on thursday and um she just did the history on bessie coleman so uh we're putting up the link where her sources came from for you can um, actually go and look at it for yourself. Um, now, the only ones that can put up links is either myself or Miss Risky. So if you're in the chat, please do not put links up. It will get you blocked. <laughs> um, but, uh, man, I appreciate it, Miss Risky. And um, uh, once again, we will be giving away tickets to Sean Martin Go Go Party tonight. We have a couple of tickets left. So if you are in the DFW, stand by. We should be giving them away soon. So um, yeah, definitely um, stand by. And um, uh, when we tell you to call in, call in. Uh, but please make sure if you get the tickets, go to the show. Go to the show. That's all you got to do. Show up. So um, <clears throat> also tonight, we're going to talk. We're going to hit on this R. Kelly trial. <laughs> do you want to do that next, sir? Only fan. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, because I haven't been following R. Kelly. Just um, I have a couple of the stories that he did or that came up. Um, the trial story and then the, uh, what is it, uh, Aaliyah, <laughs> which yeah. they keep bringing up. Uh, stating that he had married her at one point uh, to cover up a, um, a pregnancy or to kind of skate over that she was pregnant with his child. At the time, he was 27 and she was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what one of the court documents stated um, this Thursday. Um, and let's see. And I don't know if she actually was, but they said that she they thought she was. And 
they didn't want that to lead to other questions and digging into his business. So that's why he ended up marrying her to kind of say, no, no, no inappropriate, we're in love. And then he lied and said she was actually 18, bribed the Chicago public officials with $500 to acquire fake IDs for her so they can get married. And they married August 31st, 1994. But later, it was annulled by her family. So, yeah. And uh, then, I guess, during the trial, what day are we in this trial? This is the second day? Day two. day two. Yes, day two. So, one of his alleged victims uh, stated that he made her dress like a Girl Scout during sex. Uh. Um, at the time, uh, the girl, her name was Jerhonda uh, Jerhonda Pace spoke about um, a, I guess six month period of time in 2010 where she was 16 and they had a, a, a sexual relationship so and he reported it so I'm sure he's got a lot of things uh, recorded um, but yeah I'm trying to scan over the story well one of the things I've seen in that story was uh um the young lady lied about her age but the attorney have uh, kept trying to get her to change her story because she told the story and and to be honest with you when i read it i was like okay a lot of this sound familiar but <laughs> um but if if you want to live through it you're gonna stay you're gonna tell it like it happened so um <clears throat> then they try to bring up the fact that the young lady is pregnant now and all of that but bottom line i know when r kelly hit the scene and i know some people that was like hey my kids cannot listen to that uh that 12 play and all of that <laughs> and um now that I think about it, you know, R. Kelly was telling y'all up front. Like, for real? Uh, it seemed like you're ready. Well, no, because and... even, what is it, Bill, is it Bill Bellamy? He was a, com he's a comedian, and he broke down one of the popular songs, um, and talking about he was on a, that Hong Kong beep beep song, whatever that was. And oh, like wow. if you really listen to the lyrics, it's like, wait, who are you, Mark? Who are you attracting? Because it was like <laughs> you're attract, you're trying. It's like they called him the Pied Piper, and it was of the of the kids. Because it's like if you listen to the lyrics, he was marketing and trying to sing to the children. He was alluring the children with his lyrics. He wasn't getting grown folks with that. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot the 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 line that it was that he quoted. And I was like, yeah, like, who is, yeah, he talking to little, little teenagers. Who are you talking to, R. Kelly? So, well, yeah. then, not only that, you know, one of Aaliyah's number one hit was Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Yeah. So that that kind of make you say, in the words of our city and hall, hmm. It just kind of make you wonder, make you make think. You go, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, 
But R. Kelly is facing anywhere from 10 years in prison to life. Only thing I could tell y'all, kind of like what we discussed last week, um, it's not looking good for him because the makeup of the jury, I think we said it was nine that was going to find him guilty, two find him innocent, and two on the fence. And so it's and not. My neighbors are partying. <laughs> they y'all are. hear music that ain't coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe they playing some old school. <laughs> no, it ain't even. I don't know what that was. Uh, what was that song? That beep beep the jeep. Uh, oh, my mission, my mission, uh, my mission. Um, I get a two two. Yeah. I was trying to look up the lyrics to see because it was something. And I was like, the name of the song is is a uh, initial. Yeah. Um, everything was coded, and I was like, what? So, I even I don't know if you uh, Bill. Like I said, I think it was. Let me make sure it's Bill Bellamy. Yeah, Bill Bellamy. He did. He did like a set. And he broke down. And he's not the only one who broke down the R. Kelly thing. Because even I think Dave Chappelle said during the whole peeing incident, like right after it happened, like he had some goons coming after him because he brought it up. Like we've been talking about this since the 90s. And now all of a sudden, I don't know what kicked us off the Me Too, but everybody's going down for every little thing, whether it's valid or not. And and then even what well, I think I sent you what was it Bob Dylan? They're coming uh, after Bob Dylan. The dude's a hundred years old from nineteen fifties. Was it fifty or sixty five? It was one. It was it's five hundred years ago. Like the girl <laughs> was twelve, he was twenty five. Like I had to actually do the math because I think he's eighty one. Because it was so far back. It was listen. I think uh, like. Nineteen. Anything over ten to fifteen years, I think, should be a wash. And I hate to say this, but it's like the fact that, like, I, so the, depending on your age, because I may like rub some people the wrong way saying this, I don't care. But at a certain point, like, yeah, maybe you're too young, or maybe your job is threatened. Or maybe this, but ten to fifteen years should give you enough time to kind of, kind of heal, recover, do what you need to do, and then say something. Say something to keep these predators off the street. Because at this point, your hands are just as dirty because you let a predator stay on the streets. Like you could have saved somebody else. That was allegedly fifty-six years ago. Right. And then it's a hundred years ago. That's like three generations or five generations. That's a lot. Five and a half. Yeah. It's like, come on, like girl. And back then everybody was on drugs and like at some point just, you just gotta be like, just let it go. Like he, he's, like unless he's still in them streets doing stuff, like your hands are just as dirty because you lit, you sat on this for fifty years, and, and that's not may not be in a popular view, 
but I'm just saying like 10 to 15 years, let's, we need to also make laws to where we don't vilify women and make them, you know, like, cause everybody's always like, well, what was she wearing? Well, well, she lied about her age. She did it. Let's stop all that. We need to change this and, and at least do the investigation, have some, you know, we need to do something about mental health so we can give people the help they need so they can, you know, feel comfortable with sharing their stories. Because exactly. 50 years, let's say he had a thing for little children. You let it go all this time. And how many other people did he, uh, you know, mess with? But we'll never know now because it's been 50 years. Well, I, I think where when it comes down to um, uh, people actually coming out about it, it's really no time frame as for when a victim actually can feel comfortable to talk about it. But yeah, I yeah think- and everything, you know, every situation is different. But like fifty years, and then all of a sudden, like who's going to remember back then? Exactly. Like you, you can't prove anything at this point. Like True. you can't take it to court. Like you can take it, and then then what? You have witnesses. Where did this happen? And then Bob, were, were you there? I don't know. I'm a hundred years old. I can't remember he's what happened. He's eighty. He's eighty years old now. And um. And then it's a waste of time. So now you're out there with the stain on your character, and people are going to be questioning you. You know, a grown woman, and he's at a nursing home. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of. Um, that's questionable because you 56, uh, well, 56 years ago. So, right. so she's in it, her, what, 60s? 60s. 70s, yeah, because she was 12. She's 12 when it happened. Yeah. So, 67. Right. Like, she's got grandkids. <laughs> hey, this pandemic started making you think about some things, though. Right. And, and you know, if it was, you know, and I'm sure if it was, that traumatizing is like at some point it's like where were you your 12 year old hanging out with 20 year olds and they were sex drugs and rock and roll back then and children were free range but the fact that it's like all right what do you want happen? what do you want to happen at this point it's six it's 60 years now what yeah just to, yeah. Just to get your 15 minutes to say well i i'm a part of the me too and I'm, you know, leading the charge. What do you want? <laughs> um, you know, like, oh my gosh, you're so brave. Thanks for coming out with your story. And then, like, because you can't really do anything about it. Now, now here it is. That happened two years before Elvis married Priscilla. Who was 14 and he got her all the way from Germany, brought her around like, and I don't know how long that relationship was before they because he was still in the army, right? He uh, like, what, probably so. He was 24. 24. She was 14. Mm-hmm. So and people always say it was different times. Okay, tell that to Jerry Lee Lewis. Because <laughs> 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 he is stricken from all records. I think they took back his, his 
uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame notice. Like they they stripped him of all his titles, and and I was like, what's the difference between that and this? You know, him and Elvis, or him and any other singer at that time, because like even going back to these old songs, like how many songs do you know about some old man oogling some seventeen year old girl? Rolling Stones did it. Like uh, I think the Who did it. Most, some of their most favorite famous songs were about teenage girls. And they grown me. Now, one of them probably messing around with them, them teenagers. But it's like, at what point is it like, all right? So they did. We're gonna bring down all of Hollywood and the record record industry. Now, one thing oh, about it uh, with Jerry Lee Lewis, he actually, um, he married. He had two other marriages. Up under his belt before he married married his cousin, right. who was fourteen. Uh, did I say that right? Thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen years old. Now that happened in nineteen fifty seven. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't see what guys like with uh, little kids. It's, a, it's like a new toy. Like, I don't know. Like, because I always wonder that. It's like, you always you see all these stories and they're violating these prepubescent girls or boys. And it's like, these are babies. Like, what world do you live in where it's like, you know what? She's kind of hot. I think I could tap that. Nah. Like, they have no hips, no breasts at that point. Like, what? Are, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Like, at least when they're a little, you know, get the little shape on, yeah, you know, guys are visual. They like pretty things. They like them tight and right, even if they built like Humpty Dumpty. But, you know, whatever. But I, I just don't understand that. And once you start dipping into the kiddie pool, you can't recover from that. It's like a drug. You Like, you have to have, and you can't recover, no matter how much therapy, how much... Uh, they inject you with, I guess, what the depot to keep you from having those urges. That uh, that what do they call it, liquid castration or something. <sighs> These guys will still be predators. But yeah, that, that's yes. really pretty. And actually, look like he. Uh, wait a minute, I thought. Uh, yeah, they don't have his Wikipedia good. Uh, cause he died in twenty seventeen. Did he die? Cause I was like, I thought he died, but they don't have an end date. Uh, they said he was eighty one, but Wikipedia is saying he's eighty five. So I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, saying he's still kicking, but I swear I thought he died. I thought he did too. Unless they, it was just his career that died horribly. <laughs> <laughs> It went down in a blaze of glory. It's like nobody, like great you don't ball know. Ball of fire, right? Literally, great <laughs> balls of fire. He went down. The irony of it all. <laughs> like, he's been stricken, like Moses. He's been stricken from all records, <laughs> all sales, <laughs> all pamphlets. The great balls of fire. Like, um, you don't even see them replay that movie. Great balls of fire. 
That was actually nah, kind of entertaining movie back in the day. But yeah. So I'm trying to see. Yeah, somebody, and I saw a question, is he still alive? <laughs> His birthday up, oh, he just had a birthday, August 15th. Yeah. So he's still kicking. Well, they saying he did, but I'm looking at two different things. One thing said that he uh, did, and the other one is saying that uh, um, saying he hold on, let me let me do it again. Because uh, this one just says today is he is he still alive? And they okay, said this one today is saying, he is eighty five years old. Uh, if somebody out there knows, because like internet, they're just like all over the place. <laughs> yeah, they saying he died at the age of eighty one, August twenty third, uh, twenty seventeen. Um, let me see. And then I see something else that you've been pre- um, been years active from. 49 to present. So I, I don't know. If anybody knows that answer, if Jerry, Jerry Lee, are you us, still kicking? Call Jerry us. Lee, if you're listening, holler at us. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Call let in. Know. And happy belated birthday. <laughs> we have a couple of questions for you, too. Yeah, we got a lot of questions. <laughs> <only>. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, because like we want to know why. Uh, why did you? I mean, he's got like a bunch of children. Uh, trying to think. Steven, Lori, Phoebe, Bruni, Jerry. What do y'all call us? Is your peppy still kicking? <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. Well, his oldest son, Jerry Lee Jr., have at the age of 19 overturned this Jeep and died. Then Jerry Lee Lewis came out with a uh, quote. I worry about whether I'm going to heaven or hell. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's between you and God. Uh, you must ask for forgiveness before um, before you take that last breath. Once you take the last breath, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's nothing nobody can say or do. That's between you and him. Um. So yeah, that's. That I don't know. Leave the little kids alone. Yeah. Let the kids life. be kids. But I I will say one thing with R. Kelly. I've said it time and time again. If he's guilty, he need to serve his time. But also the story that I read about. The young lady that testified today, she did admit she originally lied to him. Yeah, she said she was 19, but I think, and then it says that she met him at 14. And I'm like, listen. At the last trial. It's like, but still in person. Well, she I met him. kids back then, they looked a little older, but come on. She was a little tender. She was a little young, young. <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to see pictures of her when she was 14 because I remember watching this show and this guy, he had a thing for underage girls. But he was like, oh no, she's 17. And they're like, show me a picture. And they're like, dude, she looks 10. <laughs> no, she looks 17. Like he got in trouble because she was like 12 and his homie, like he was all proud. 
but yeah, uh, I need to I need to see a picture of her when she was, and then I'll believe it because you know we as a, a female like, we fudged our age, but co after conversations, you know a mature child, um, a mature person over a, a younger kid, you know, yeah, you. Um. Hold on. Uh, Looking up songs about that. Either way, you you dealing with kids, right? It, it's just something that's wrong. It's a whole bunch wrong with that. Where was that's the parents? Exactly. Because even remember when um before this all kicked off. Uh, he had that uh, that girl, well, the girl he peed on. Like, the family, her parents, like, introduced him uh, to her. And there was some arrangement or something. Like, they were okay with him kind of being with her and being alone with her. So, like, a lot of these parents are at fault as well. Like, don't let, just put him, him on the spot. I want to know where the parents were because you don't just let your little 14-year-old just run them up. All hours of night, all over the place. Like she doesn't have a car. Who's coming to get her? Who's dropping her off to meet R. Kelly? Exactly. Like with the Michael Jackson situation, he having sleepovers. Who are these parents leaving, leaving their kids? I don't care how famous you are. I was like, yeah, we can have a sleepover and the kids will be in room. Yes, Michael, we can share a bed <laughs> 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 and cuddle and do each other's hair, you know? Nah, you yeah. weren't touching that hair. I can play with his wigs, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's so in. That's so in. <laughs> you know, put some braids in his wigs, give him a new look, something. Give, give, him, some but, comb, give him some comb rolls. Listen, something. <laughs> But like there's like at some point the parents have to be held accountable. Like, especially when it's known like you dropped your kids off for overnight stays with a grown man. Okay. Where they do that at? Well, that's hey. Must be the money. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Because, I mean, it's got to be something you're getting. So they're pretty much pimping out their children. Exactly. That's kind of like with this R. Kelly situation. They always would say that um, um, they was trying to get the their kids into the music business. But with the history of R. Kelly, why are you giving them to the putting them in the line? Then right. It don't. It don't Put make them to sense. Type of. So they call them the pod. <laughs> Pipe <laughs> um, it don't make sense and then yeah, you turn yeah, around and yeah. want to sue right but you un, you un pimped out your kids right and then they got older and aged out and now the run, the money ran out like your investment was horrible <laughs> can't yeah. read it now <laughs> exactly it's um but yeah uh, I think at a certain point, yeah, you go after these higher ups, these celebrities, but at the end of the day, if these kids were in their teens and under 15 years old, you gotta come, go after the parents. 
like at some point you gotta hold them uh, accountable. Okay. Um, either way, they have to. Uh, it it don't make sense. Um, and and I think I think some of the parents should be charged themselves. Yeah, because you know the history of this man. Right, because like I, I was in high school and knew how freaky he was. Like, come on, we all heard the stories. Seem like you're ready. And then we always know somebody who knows somebody who's in that circle. So we knew all some additional <laughs> stuff, you know. That <laughs> and I'm sure somebody probably told told the parents, look. I know you're trying to do what's best for your kid, but he ain't the one to do it with. Right. Like, I mean, (laughs) you will regret it later. College or something. They need to have gotten something out of the deal. Oh, and the young lady that actually testified, uh, she did receive a million dollars, but it was taken from her. She must have uh, spoke. She told her, uh, told her friends that she got a settlement from them. Right, because usually when you get paid out, there's non-disclosures. And exactly. as soon as you say something, it's reneged and you got to give it back. So she's mad that she, uh, <laughs> she she's her own worst enemy. Like she was paid out, kumbaya, could have had a nice life, whatever, and some therapy. And she told her friends, hey, girl, I got my nails did. I got some new hair. I got that Beyonce hair. <laughs> How you get all of that? How you get I all really that? I me as a child. <laughs> you know, when I told y'all I was, I, 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 I was messing with R. Kelly, I got paid. But and now then, you- And then her friends got mad. My homegirl, and then all of a sudden, uh, all that money gone. All that money gone. Uh, once again, it wasn't even dry. <laughs> uh, you are listening to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Dog. I mean, I'm who you with, Kurt Dog, with my homegirl, Miss Risky, is in the house on a Thursday night, as always. And uh, shortly, we will be giving out two more tickets for the um. Sean Martin go-go party that is going down Sunday. It's a day party from 3 to 8 p.m. So you can uh, watch church online, uh, feed the kids, then go get your groove on and be back to put the kids in bed on time for Monday morning school. So uh, so definitely stay tuned in for that. And um, uh, when we ask you to call in, call in. First person call in, get the tickets. So um, so definitely uh, be waiting for that. So it will be coming up soon. Um, <clears throat> we also was talking about... <laughs> I just thought about something. Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to leave that alone. But um, uh, with the R. Kelly situation, it's a bad situation. So right. you might I know we're joking about it, but... It's it's a serious it thing. Yeah. It's definitely any type of assault, sexual assault, violation, whatever it is. No mean no. That's all to it. If if a person still uh, violates you and don't listen to you, you need to report them. And 
and stay in the fight to make sure justice is done. Because unfortunately, because of R. Kelly fame, um, that's that's not good. That's not good. It shields him from a lot of things and a lot of predators. His dollars made him almost invincible, but eventually someone uh, is bold enough to challenge it and break down those walls. Because money can't save you so much. Now, they're not just going after R. Kelly, Mm -hmm. but they're also going after the people that worked around him. For the simple fact, um, they was the ones that was that was uh, uh, bringing the young, yeah, bringing the young ladies to them. Because put like this, um, you know, back in the days when I was growing up, if if someone told me Stephanie Mill wanted to meet me, okay, <laughs> uh, or or anybody, uh, well, not anybody, but you know, one of like we would all like to meet our uh, celebrity crushes and or you know people we admire but you're like if they cross those lines it's like i don't care who you are like that's awkward and it's inappropriate yes it is so it's it's definitely uh one of those situations we may laugh about it but trust me we take this stuff very serious because R. Kelly been doing this too long. And unfortunately, I think he's at the end of his road. Yeah. Yeah. He He got too comfortable. He beat the case last time. And allegedly, he probably paid some folks off. Mm -hmm. Um, He's the OJs. Got too cocky. (laughs) And he decided to keep it going. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm the Pied Piper. And mm-hmm. no, nothing gonna happen to me. I'm untouchable. But R. Kelly, I, I hate to say it, but y'all hold on to that music. It's gonna be worth something one day. Well, when he is still making music behind bars, like, <laughs> <laughs> like the dude, he's gonna come. Like, no matter what, he's like just this evil genius. Like when it comes to music. And you can't take that, you know, like that. It is what it is. Most crazy people are geniuses in some way or another. Like they're eccentric, they're weird. Um, But he, like, even coming out, like, he'll still be coming out where? With some music. (laughs) Coming out where? Out of prison. You know, I ain't going there for life. Yeah. Going there for life. She he facing ten. <laughs> he facing ten to 20, 10 years to life. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna get. And life. with all the evidence they coming up with, because mm-hmm. even with him falsifying a little age, they coming after that after him for that too. Yeah, that's that's a fellow offense. So he gonna have yeah. a record studio set up in the prison. <laughs> he gonna give all his little cellmate buddies. It's gonna be the cell block C crew. <laughs> Let new, me see uh, what company. what's the name of the song gonna be? Bit bubble. Can I braid your hair? <laughs> so, like nighty night, keep your butthole tight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Which one, which one, which one of y'all drones I can watch tonight? <laughs> no. Um, now, I've always said R. Kelly is a genius when it comes down to music. Yeah, he is. And you he, can't knock he's that. a great genius, but he's, yeah, that's he's the musician. Yeah. But the Robert yeah. Kelly is a person. different story. <laughs> yeah, he's a disturbed individual. And and the thing is, I didn't notice. And after it came out, even with um, surviving R. Kelly, they talked about how he used to sit outside the schools. Yeah, huh? somebody close hey, to him. <laughs> somebody close to him should have been saying, "Hey, don't do that." But who's gonna tell him? He's got. He's probably surrounded by his homies who are. He came up with, got them in the limelight, got them secure financially. They ain't gonna say nothing because you're not gonna bite the hand that feeds you. Like they're probably well, ride or die. And I think they're also partaking in the fruits of his their labor. I think also um, some people lose themselves because they look at just the money, the money they're making, and that's kind of like what. I hate to throw it in, but with Greg Abbott, he's he he looking at the donation he's getting in, <laughs> even though he's uh, allegedly they saying he's paranoid about this uh, COVID virus, and he's he's allegedly paranoid from it, and especially since he have it now. I mean, he wasn't worried about it when he was in that rally. <laughs> 350 people have and to and then they infected all these people he's yeah. just like boy bye <clears throat> like I said the other night a lot of Lord will to be done um, whatever his will is hopefully it's done but Greg need to think about some things between Greg Abbott uh, the governor of Florida and also Georgia Y'all need to get it right. You need to get it right. And right now, what y'all doing is not right. That's okay. Greg Abbott about to lose his job anyway, come next year, uh, along with some other folks in Texas. And uh, I'm sure Florida is on the chopping block, too, and Georgia, too, because what y'all doing is wrong. But uh, let's hit on this OnlyFans real quick. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make my money like I want to. Uh, <laughs> I was just about to get set up. But apparently... Well, you haven't talked over the first. Yeah, but I, I still haven't thought of my uh, content yet. <laughs> I guess I'll just do my toes. Get all the people with the foot fetishes. But uh, OnlyFans says it will ban sexually explicit content. Uh, when is it? Effective October 1st. So they're going to prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct. Um, the creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it's consistent with their acceptable use policy, which I guess, I mean, side boot maybe, not from, you know, like full on, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen like all the guidelines 
Um, but I'm sure people will push the envelopes. I mean, we got freaking videos where they're whopping all over the place and clapping and making things bounce. Yeah, so I'm sure they're not going to hurt for too much, the, the people that are actually making money uh, on that site. Well, I haven't, um, I haven't been on OnlyFans, so I don't know. Uh, I tried to set it up. It was asking too many questions. Like, I couldn't get past a certain point, and I was like, I don't even, I mean, I don't think it was set up. I should check that out. Was I uh, approved? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know. I hadn't gone since I did that on the air. <laughs> I have no my idea. Login? What's my login, y'all? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. Uh, but hey, each is on. And and then I think a lot of celebrities start getting on it and stuff. And I don't know. But either way, y'all have a little bit over a month left to make your money. However, you make it. Or get your bit, you know, lure them in with all the news you can and then take it away. Be like, you know what? I'm, I'm in I'm in a higher tax bracket. I think it's ready for me to shut it down. <laughs> so yeah, I have no idea. But hey, you are listening to Speak on it with Who You With Kurt though. Um if you are listening, you're in the DFW area. And uh, if you're available Sunday, uh, give us a call. Uh, we have two tickets to see Sean Martin on Sunday from 3 to 8. Uh, if you've never been to one of his go-go parties, it's worth going. Uh, they do have some things in order. Uh, wear your mask. <laughs> you have to wear your mask. <laughs> I got into my OnlyFans page. I was like, oh, I, I guess I did. I, I didn't set it up fully, I don't think. I think I'm on there, but I don't have like an account. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no fans right now. <laughs> I'm surprised. When but I haven't I gone on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I followed one person, DJ Khaled. That was it. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I don't think I would want to. Well, no, he looks. Listen, he looks like he has so much fun. Like he just on a beach, just chilling. Like he does stuff like I would do. Like if I won the lottery, I would just do random, normal people stuff with money. You know what I mean? He's like regular. Yeah, and so that's why I followed him because it was like he was doing something. And I was like, that's what we would do. <laughs> and then also. Um, um, it just came out. I think it was earlier this week or last week. My days are running together. Um, he actually came out and um said him and his family was um um had had the virus, but they are healed now. Um, welcome to the show, Marcellus. Um, I I see him snuck up in here. I know right after. Wait a minute. It's like right, time, Marcella. Hold on. Right after you talk about your only fan page. I know. Um, That's when he was like, wait, I heard the code. 
<laughs> OnlyFans, I'm here. <laughs> You're like, hold on, OnlyFans. I heard who, something. Who, who have OnlyFans? His ears start Like burning. the beacon, like the Batman beacon. I hear <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about, um, oh, uh, Miss Risky have OnlyFans? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Partially. <laughs> I'm on there as a spectator. <laughs> exactly. If you're if you just not tuning in, uh, you are listening to speak on with who you with, Kurt Doe. Uh, if you're in the DFW area, we are giving away two tickets to Sean Martin Day Go 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 Party for his birthday. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. He was on the show last night. And um, uh, so you can actually call in now. The first caller that want the tickets call two tickets nine seven two five nine one three six six five nine seven two five nine one three six six five. Uh, please do not block your number. Um, so definitely call if you are able to go to um, Sean Martin go-go party give us a call and we will give you two tickets i have two tickets left so uh call in uh, first one to call in say they want them they got them i uh, appreciate it marcellus um uh, marcellus and radio both shined some questions last night so that was it was a pretty good interview um i thought he was just gonna call in but sean said no I'm, like, oh, he's got a, a, a visitor. <laughs> yeah, he said, I'm, I'm pulling up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, so it's always a great time. Whenever, uh, whenever we get together, it's all, that's my little brother. I don't care. We should really try to do something like out in the masses, like do a, <laughs> do a special show and just be out. I'm and working on some new fans and stuff like that. I'm working on something. Which I need to talk to you about. Lord. <laughs> you know I don't venture out when it's dark 30. Now, this one I know you would like. I know you would like this. Is it during the early I, hours where it's daylight? <laughs> I know you would like this. That's all I'm going to say on Translation. this show. <laughs> I know you would like it. Um <laughs> so, I'm a, I'm gonna send you a, a private message. So, and um, you gonna uh, send it to my OnlyFans? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not at all. Um, oh yeah, I see where I got stuck at the because um, they want you to have uh, they verify your banking information or something or some kind of verification step. And it just spins. It won't complete. So I gave up. Because, you know, that ADD kicked in. So I'll always just be a spectator. So nobody, please, gets to see me. nobody gets to see my feet. <laughs> please do not share this. Do not share it. <laughs> yeah, <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll like that one. What you think? I don't know. It depends on when, though. Yeah. We'll, we'll, like, we'll work all that out. Oh, Lord. We'll work it out. So, Jesus, Jimmy, they still got the Ronas. <laughs> well, of course, but but of course, we we will do it in a safe manner. So, 
we're not just going to be out there um, <laughs> trying to get nothing. Breathing <laughs> so, in the runas. <laughs> exactly. Go out there in a in a hazmat suit <laughs> with it. Listen, they sell those on Amazon. Oh, they do? $30, full body. $30? It was something like that. Oh, <laughs> hold on. I might need to go to Amazon when I get off. <laughs> Like, I don't know if it was like a whole bag of them, like they were disposable, but it was like a whole thing. And I was like, yes, I'm for that. <laughs> I need one of those that's going to put an oxygen uh, pump on the back where I can breathe. Well, I ain't doing easy. all that. Well, that's I got to be able to breathe easy and I don't want to, uh, don't want to well, be no, sweaty. It was like thin, it. but it was like the, it had like the consistency of like a face mask or something. Like, but it looked breathable. Like the fabric here was breathable. Cause you put it over your clothes and then they had a whole thing for your face. Well, Hey, um, I'm, I'm all for it, but it gotta be something easy because yeah. come up in a scuba, <laughs> scuba diving gear, <laughs> be like, where are you going to jump into? And see like this one, but this one looks like it's just too much. Uh, where is it? I think this is the one I was looking at. It was a protective coverall hazmat suit. Uh, maybe it. I don't think this was it, but one of them, it had like actually, it actually had booties and uh, gloves, the one that I saw. But like I said, I was all over Amazon and it was a thing. I don't know. Like when this started. So I was like all over it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm I have a question I need to ask you a little bit later. Remind me of um, like I'm gonna remember this. <laughs> well, I don't want to uh, do it all out there and put people's stuff in the street. With so, the <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> by something I just seen, yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you. Oh, what you see? <laughs> Text it. <laughs> no, I'm just no. kidding. Well, because the thing is, you probably like, okay, what? Okay, I'm going to send it to you. It's on its way. Y'all, I'm, I'm sorry, but I know we do some, some ghetto fabric stuff. <laughs> But sometimes we have to. Oh hell, not the JT. Which one? The last two dollars are are so heaven. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't sing. I don't know. Yeah, I can... You see it? Yeah. What about it? No, I mean I don't know anything personally on it, so. Okay, that's why I was asking. Uh, yeah, I what's going on? I don't on? know their do we, circle. Do we need to roll out? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, hey. it's just, uh, somebody passed away oh. uh, in my sister's circle of friends. Oh, okay. And this is the second one that right. they uh, lost in a short period of time, randomly. Yeah, because because some people still not taking this virus serious enough. Um, I have kind of shared with people this week, um, 
don't think that... this was Rona related, but I don't know. Uh, no, I didn't, uh, Marcellus. I said I cannot sing. <laughs> I know who JT is. I don't. Uh, so you, you don't I, know JT? I heard. I think I heard back in the day, but I'm not familiar with any. The last song. two dollars, last two dollars. I mean, and the way you sing it, I will never know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you got a problem with my singing, huh? Now, JT, oh, oh, okay. I'm like, hey, he was talking about you. Well, she don't know. She don't know who he is. But uh, JT was a local uh, superstar, blues artist. And um, I know James Taylor. <laughs> no, nah, it's a lot different with that. Johnny Taylor, uh, and they also he's in his own genre. <laughs> James uh, Johnny Taylor looked more like me. Yeah. Um, uh, no, he but, was uh, very <laughs> that hint. Was... You want me to play a sample? I can play a sample of it. Let me. No, nah, that's see. okay. Because it'll probably be a song I won't know. I need to see it. Oh, I remember his face. Because it was like Heathcliff. Heathcliff? That cat from the thing. Look at them googly eyes. Lord have mercy. I remember those eyes. That's probably where he got the cat uh, sketch from. You want me to see your picture? You look like a picture of Heathcliff? I know. I know how Johnny Taylor looked. Um... Let me see if I can uh, key up one of his songs. Uh, we do not, we do not own the rights to this song. But is it a song that I would know? Like it has to be something that like was played and not just on your favorite list. Oh, that's, that's not him. Just, see, on. disco lady. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's one of his songs. Well, I'm looking at a list, so I'm trying to figure out if I know this song. I'm going to really play. I'm going to play uh, it. Let's see. We do not own the rights to these songs. <laughs> right now, they're playing commercial. Oh, you looking on YouTube? Yeah, because it just took me to that link. Hold on, let me see. There you go. Disco Lady. Let me, let me pass it to the next. Oh, I know that song. Oh, yeah, this girl. Move it in, move it in. Yes, out. I know this one. Yeah. Disco lady. But I remember it from commercials. Because, you know, they play those old those old songs like Down Home Blues or whatever, you know, on those infomercials. So I remember that. I don't think I remember the whole song, but I'm familiar with that particular song because I was into disco and if it had disco in it, I was in. Well, say you was all for it. Listen, I'm, all, I'm best music ever. 60s, 70s, and 80s disco. Uh, <laughs> Marcella said my favorite song is If You're Looking for a Fool. But Johnny has some great songs. 
make it say, mm, let me see if I can pull it up on this one. Uh, hold on. Um, what's the Marcel has been trying to get us to do a music show, but um, I thought we were at one point we were supposed to do that. I forgot, like we talked and about I told, it, planned it, but we never did it. I told him to send me a, a list and we could do it, um, but he never did, you know, so we can. And I'm sure I know other uh, James Taylor, no, Johnny, Johnny Taylor, Taylor Johnny Taylor songs, but I probably <laughs> just heard it maybe in passing, like, because my family, like my aunt, she loved to play records. She had 45s. She's going to wield them to me. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm all for it. I'm taking all of it. I, I have some albums of some 45s here. Most what? of it, you know. Yes. I'm like, I don't even know how many albums those are. No idea. But like JT. three LP, you know, uh, record players. Two of them don't work though. I need to figure out why. So I'll tinker with it this weekend. But yeah, have, uh, and of course, a quarter of those are disco. <laughs> Donna Summer. Got my village people. I, listen, I don't care what you say. I love my village people. Why am Not that song, but some other oh. ones. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's about one of the only ones I know. <laughs> I don't know any other ones. Um, I, I would sing it, but the way my vocal cords are set up. Hey, it's, it's just, Thursday I'm just night. saving y'all from, from that. <laughs> well, the thing, you know, it's funny. I go to his station. What I would love now is and, oh, uh, That scared me. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I go to JT Station and they don't play none of his songs. I'm like, how are you going <laughs> to... I go to I his station. Uh, I'm doing uh, Pandora. Oh. Uh, oh, here one. Here one. We do not own the rights to this music. Skip ahead. Uh, well, you know, you can't do it on Pandora. Uh, see, that's why I was on YouTube, because I was like, I can't skip it to at least the hook. Here it comes. Yeah, JT was was a bad man. And his son was great, too. Um, uh, Johnny Taylor Jr. was also good. And sounded just like JT. Say, ain't nothing like some good blues. Yeah, that's not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some great blues artists out there. And Dallas actually have a lot of great blues artists also. Um, we do not own the right for this for these songs. So uh, we're putting that disclaimer out there. We do not own the rights. But it's good to support our local artists. Um uh, See if I can find another one. It won't let me skip. Hold on. I know how to do that. Um, um but JT, matter of fact, before you died, he came. Oh, 
I wasn't trying to play that one, but I know you know something about that one. That's not JT. No, oh, I know it's not. I was like, did he produce that? That's the staple singer. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm he didn't. Vaguely familiar with them. And did you ever see the movie? Um, I believe it was on the Car Wash soundtrack. Um, Listen to it. <laughs> Marcellus enjoying this one. <laughs> like I listened to some random stuff when I was younger. Like one of the stories my aunt tells, like we, people when we were mixed, you know, doing our own mixtapes. Oh yeah. Discovered one of mine, and mind you, I think I was ten. She discovered my uh, mixtape, and then proud Mary. <laughs> <laughs> inflated and she's like oh lord this child went from like 80s music to rolling on the river you said primary they like oh lord now see because like, all of a sudden they just heard like rolling on and they're like what is she listening to so like <laughs> if I was exposed to it because my aunt like she loved all genres of music it was always playing every weekend she would blast it on her pioneer which she also says she's gonna will to me you put it on five <laughs> it's got 20 settings five the windows are rattling so it's still a good system <laughs> big old speakers so yeah, play records. i got a request for this song from marcellus <laughs> <laughs> what is it there goes my baby <laughs> <laughs> he said he was dedicating it to you. <laughs> like the only reference I have for "There Goes My Baby," I, it takes me back to uh, "Dirty Dancing," and that's oh. not the same genre of music. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Probably same. Well, was it in the fifties or sixties? I don't even remember. Now we do not own the right to this music, so um, just to make make it known, we do not own the right. So enjoy it while we can. Yeah, that might be a little bit too old for you on that one. It's all too old for me. <laughs> that might be a little bit too old for you. You gonna make me bust out my uh my favorite. <laughs> my favorite uh village people song <laughs> hey play what you feel yeah play what you feel incidentally they were at windstar <laughs> one year i went and saw them. i sure did <laughs> and i'm proud of it i don't care <laughs> Hey, you got to do what you have to it do. It was a horrible show, though. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh, well, what was wrong like, Well, they're much older now. Only, there's two of them that's still alive. And then one of them, like, they just picked up from a bar. And I keep you up, <laughs> this dude, like, seriously, like, he did, he kept walking off the stage. And I'm like, y'all are performing. And then he would, you just see him at the, at the, at the stage and water. And I was like, y'all didn't even do anything. <laughs> He forgot they was performing. He thought it was. Like, I can't. He but said no, it was here, bad as bad time. Okay, come on with it. 
Let's can't stop the music. Joy Hugo. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Once again, we do not own the rights for this movie. Okay. Come on, you know you heard this. <laughs> One of my favorite songs. And yes, I know the dance routine. <laughs> but see, you know, back you know, back in the days when, when they played all generis on the radio, it was one that they did that was really good. Oh, yeah. I love them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. George Michael was cute, even though we knew he was suspect, but we didn't care. <laughs> now, did they date or? He was. Andrew oh. was not. Oh, okay. I... <laughs> hey, growing up. But just like Queen. I... Like, I never understood how they named their band Queen and only one of them was gay. He was the leader, probably. They came. <laughs> yeah, it was just random. And they just Hold like, up. all right. Before you go, yeah. Hey, I'm just saying this. But I could no, he like yeah, because he came into the band like they recruited him. Like how did they come up? So I guess they were like, let's rebrand. We're Queen, <laughs> but he wasn't out. Hey, yeah. Sometimes it don't matter. Yeah. But they were they, they were geni- musical geniuses. I've seen their concert twice. Now see this one right here. I just heard a whole bunch of old, old school like me get up and talking about, "Hey, that's my jam right there." <laughs> we do not own the rights of this music. See, now you you're going to make me. What do you I can't even hear it. Oh, you can't? Hold on. I've never heard of that. You may not want the kids in here with this one. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Going back to the Wham, uh, one of my favorite songs was I'm Your Man. And it was a fun video. It's peppy. And he was looking hella hot in that video. <laughs> I take your word for it. <laughs> I it take your word. Great for song. It. Have you heard this one? Never heard of it. <laughs> yes, you are, George. Never heard of it. Hold on, hold on. Oh, 
<laughs> That's not what I wanted. Yeah, I I never heard of that song, and it might be a reason why. It might be a reason why. I have the album. (laughs) I'm gonna say it's a reason why I never heard of that song. I do love Hall and John Oates was good. They had one good song. Karis, are they the ones that Karis whispered? No, that was George Michael. That was Wham. Yeah, Wham, Wham did it. Okay. Yeah, Holland uh, else did Private Eyes, um, which was popular. Um, I can't go for that. Um, Man Eater, like yeah, Sarah Smile is what they did. Sarah Smile, Sarah Smile. Was a good okay. One. one of my favorites was Saying So. That was my favorite because it just has it had different layers and it was it's a it's a great song. If you never heard it, I recommend it. Marcellus, listen to it. Hollow saying it so. It's amazing. Um it was one yeah. uh, hold on. It's a jam. Like repeat worthy. Okay, hold on. It was it was one group that I did like. Um, see, back in the eighties, it was all everything was played on on just a couple of stations. Hold on, see if I can find. I have that one, one too, Marcellus. I do have the greatest hits. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, Huey Lewis and the News are amazing. Like anything 80s, I love. 70s, 80s, I love. I love that genre. Uh, they had different music. That's Culture Club. That's what I'm playing now, but I don't like this version of it. So I'm going to play another <laughs> version. Listen. Pop like I, I know my music. <laughs> like I want to find in three notes. <laughs> I remember I wanted to be like him. I was like, "You're such a beautiful woman." <laughs> well, that's not what I'm looking for either. What's, are you looking for? What are you looking for? Because I probably no. Know that's it. Do. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I think this hook is what really got it. Very calm. We do not own the rights to this music. You come and go. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say we that's that's well, old school. Uh, isn't it crazy? It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but no, so funny story. Texted my niece who's in Oklahoma now, and she didn't text me back until way late. So I've already forgotten what I texted her about. And she was like, I was like, What were you doing? She's like, Oh, I was at a retro party. 
And I was like, oh, <laughs> retro. So I'm curious to know what the kids think is retro. And I was like, oh, are they playing like 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s music? Oh, no, auntie, they are playing like current music. I guess their clothes were kind of retro, I guess. And I'm like, no. Yeah, that's uh. I like that one. I like um, and I like my taste is all over the place. Like I love Barbara Streisand, love Donna Summer, some early Madonna, uh, Paul Simon. I liked. Uh, you can call me Al. I like some Simon and Garfunkel songs. So, like I I know a lot of. Stuff. It's eclectic. Have eclectic taste. <laughs> Marcellus, I don't know if this is the version that you want. Is that RSB wagon? Yeah. Yeah. I have that album. <laughs> Incidentally, one of the first albums I ever got as a child. Still have it. You know who they sound like right there? What? Sound like the young version of New Edition when they was doing uh when they was singing when they before they on their first album. Well, I mean, they sample a lot. You know, music is just universal and you use certain, you know, same melodies. Exactly. So um <clears throat> And then let's see, Marcel is saying he loves country music. I love me some Kenny Rogers. Oh, yeah, Kenny Rogers. My life, best song ever. Like Kenny Rogers was the bomb back in the days. When you hear that song, you have no soul. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if we can pull up something about him. Yeah, do decorated my life. That one was amazing. Oh man, that was all music on him on Kenny Rogers. Oh, I'm on YouTube. Like, I ain't got time for uh, Amazon. Actually, I think I have it on my phone. <laughs> While I'm... Which one? <laughs> Hold on. Kenny Rogers. I, I'm almost positive he's in my list. Rogers, what song do I have of you, Kenny? All right, got a lady, which was amazing, and yes, he wrote yes. a song for um, Lionel Richie. Who was it? Uh, it was Lady. Was it Lady? No, okay. no, I think no, um, it wasn't Lady. He Kenny Rogers did Lady, but he did a song that's similar to that uh, for um, Lionel Richie. And I can't remember what it was. I know Lana Richard bought, uh, I want to say it was ladies from uh, Kenny Roger or something uh, back in the days. But yeah, I think. Oh, and then one of his songs, Kenny Rogers' songs, I like it's a happy, peppy song. I didn't know it had a dark meaning behind it. It's literally about some woman, it's uh, the coward of the county. If you've never heard of it, I recommend you listen to it because, you know, on the surface, it sounds just like a peppy. But then you listen to the words and you're like, 
are they talking about a gang rape of this woman and then somebody's oh, retaliating? Like it was a whole thing, and I was just like, but you know, the the boyfriend got him at the end, but he ended up like he basically got the men who violated his woman and ended up getting the case. Yeah, that's a good. So anyway, he decorated my life, my all time Kenny Rogers song, beautiful song. But I wouldn't listen to it if you were depressed, though. <laughs> <laughs> All my life was a paper. Once plain pure and white. Till you moved with your head, changing moods now and then. Till the bad acts was right. Come on, let's just sing it for we can all hear. Hell, she don't want to sing. Let me see if yeah, I can. Pull. My favorite song. Now you know he did a song. It was a movie, uh, "The Last yeah. American Virgin." Uh, I want to say it was Kenny that did the song at the end. In the movie The Last American Virgin. <laughs> I cannot hear nothing you saying. Oh, I'm not saying anything. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm uh, googling. <laughs> oh, it, uh, it actually has the ending song because I don't remember that song being a Kenny Rogers song. Hold on, I pulled it up. Oh, commercial. Because actually, apparently, a uh, Somebody was asking about it. Uh, hold on, they're doing a commercial. I can tell you how long it was. Maybe it was something new, Roger. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I did my best. Yeah, that's it. That's Lana Richie. That's not Kenny Rogers. No, that's uh, Jeffrey. Is that Jeffrey Osborne? Jeffrey Osborne? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that was, he, no. Like, I used to watch that movie. I was like, Jeffrey Osborne. Yeah. And then um, uh, also, I'm looking at the soundtrack. It was another one in there, too. That um, listen, eighties was popping back in the day. Oh yeah, even Footloose had a great soundtrack. Best little whorehouse in the uh, in Texas. I great used to watch soundtrack. That, used to watch that movie over and over again. Listen, it was a great movie, but it was too old for young kids to be watching. I had no clue. I'm calling CPS on my mama right now. And I was like, I wanted it like. It was it was a great movie. I have that on DVD. 
<laughs> on DVD? Yeah, back in the, you know, yeah, your DVDs. Like I still have, I still have all my stuff. I still have my VHSs and DVDs. Mm. I can't play my VHSs because my thingy's not working. The cassette player. So yeah. Um, I'm trying to find a. Let's see if I can. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it up a little bit because. Uh, um, right now I'm into BTS. <laughs> Those cute little boys. <laughs> My now, little inner, my little inner cougar is just like. <laughs> now, now with the, um, I sent you something the other day about one of those little groups. It wasn't in my group. I don't know. You getting them mixed up? It was not even close to my group. But no. they they were a K-pop group. You know, that's a broad. <laughs> it's like R and B. It's like oh, some R and B, but like it's broad. Over there, like K-pop is like the thing. So, but no, BTS is, was not a part of that. No, oh, okay. Not sure I know Keith Whitley. I'm not familiar. I, I don't know. I hear something that. playing, but I don't hear it. Hear it. Oh, that's the Gap Band. Oh, I love the Gap Band. Yeah, isn't that Charlie Wilson? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw him at uh, Essence Festival. He puts on a great show. I've never seen him perform live, but I have seen him on videos and stuff. And I would love to go to one of his concerts. Yeah, like uh, I was like, I didn't know who he was. I was like, wait, his voice sounds familiar. <laughs> oh yeah, Charlie. Yeah, he puts on a great this show. Uh, now, yeah, now, like early in the morning. Um, yeah, whip. Didn't they do uh, whip it? No, that's uh, whip it was that? uh, a dad's band. Dad's yeah, the dad's band. Yeah, dad's band did that. Yeah. Um, it's back there somewhere. <laughs> See, I don't like these live ones. Sometimes these live ones don't uh they they good but they don't come like you want them to. Now see see now Marcel is trying to start something. You finna get folks to come out and they all white. Frankie Beverly and May songs. Yeah, Frankie Beverly and Mays. Um the morning after. Then what was it? And then I liked Al Jarreau. He had some good songs. I watched his little special. He man, he went through a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, he um, did. But most of them did back in the day. You see this? Now see, y'all yeah, don't want to do nothing about this one because. <laughs> Said I want to be your man. Exactly. I know some of my songs. Hey, lady. Not your version, though. Oh. <laughs> Why are you hating on me like that? I thought we was better than that. No, we're not. You're supposed to, you're supposed to cheer me on. Listen, I'm that friend that gives you the real truth, Ruth. And I'm, I'm glad you did. There, be, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you did. The on are what we're trying to grow here. <laughs> <laughs> where say get us shut down real quick. 
Uh, we do not own the right to none of this music that you are hearing. So, uh, uh, yeah. Roger was really good. I remember, and I'm gonna say this, and I know some of my classmates may be listening, but um, <clears throat> in school there was a young lady. I'm not gonna call her name now, but she used to beatbox. Uh, um, one of um, one of the uh, songs. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up real quick. And it was cool. I'm like, this chick beatboxing this song. Here it is. I think that's on my phone. Oh yeah, Shalomar's and Howard Hughes is still rolling. I seen a video of him recently, and that dude is still a beast. This young lady I went to school with, she used to beatbox this. My music is so eclectic. I've went, I've gone from Dion Ferris, Dirty Dancing to Disturbed, and then <laughs> DJ Snakes and Little John. DMX, Dolly Parton. <laughs> like, it's all over the place. So I wasn't trying to play some of that uh, uh, new school stuff. I didn't want to try to. ELO. Love them. Don't bring me down. But yeah. Foo Fighters, Foyn, Foreigner, Forced Indies, <laughs> Tender Love. <laughs> That's not the yeah. song I wanted Fugees, to hear. Genesis, I love Genesis, and I, I, love, I got Atomic uh, George Clinton, Atomic Dog. Now, see if you play Atomic Dog, you finna start a party. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but my yeah, but my transition song would end it. <laughs> no, we don't want to do that one. Uh, we definitely don't want to do that one. Yeah, it's just random. Robert Palmer. Oh. I got Ricky Martin, of course, my husband. You, I was always love you, Ricky Martin. So yeah, I got the police, the Pointer Sisters. Chicago is a great band. Oh man, I can't believe they're doing a uh, George like that. George, who? What they do? George Clinton. Kenny uh, Loggins, yeah, I think we said that. I'm gonna have to go to let me kill this one real quick. Go over to uh, I'm gonna play it one time. Uh, hopefully, this don't have to play a uh, a commercial. Oh, remember oh. Switch? Oh, yeah, Switch was good. Yeah, I like that I one song. Your name, girl. <laughs> Oh, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> Only one hold made on. it to my list. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Rick. Are the, the boards the boards just by itself? Oh yeah. Here you go. <laughs> mm. Mm. All right, I I can hear the old man jumping. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised my wife don't come up. She come up yelling. 
See, I'm just saying. You know what? We, we I got Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Floyd had a couple of good songs back in the days. Yeah, in a, ten of them made it to my list. So, oh. um, couple of them, like one of my favorite. Well, two of them. One of them is Young Lust. Look that up. It's a it's an amazing song. Comfortably numb and have a cigar. Those are my favorites. But have a yeah. cigar. You know, it's been a while <laughs> since I smoked cigars. It's a good song. <laughs> oh, the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Marcellus talking about all right, yeah. <laughs> all right now, Tommy Dog. Now to get the party started every time. Wait a minute, I thought I just heard Steve probably somewhere stepping. <laughs> yeah, it's Tommy Dog. You could be anywhere and they will come out. <laughs> so um so Ooh, I have air supply on here. <laughs> Like if I was missing and nobody knew I was missing and they just found my phone and was like trying to figure out who I was based on the music, they like, would have no idea what race it was. Like, nah, <laughs> they were like, this um, well, she's got Spanish songs, so maybe she's a European. <laughs> she, she's not versed. She have a little bit yeah, of everybody. her phone. Yeah. She's got Alanis Morissette and Alice Cooper on it. <laughs> Not Alex Cooper. Listen, that song "Poison" is amazing. Like, here I'll play it for you. It's right. like it's the, he has like a few songs I like, but this one here is like. Want more music? Try Amazon Music. Oh, shush! Oh, Amazon it's Music <laughs> commercial. It's gonna play. Hold on, it's, no, it's not the play. Is that the song? <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> yeah, man. You get up into it. Oh, okay. I, I was just asking. They used to so play you- it in some song. It seems like I'm going into uh... a. <laughs> it seemed like I was going into a. Uh, uh, into a devil movie or something. I don't know. <laughs> don't do Alice like that. I don't know what that was. Uh, it was. Uh, an experience. Have some Amy Winehouse. Now she was good. She was good. She had. A, she, had a <laughs> she had a yeah, couple of songs. She had a couple of songs. One of my favorite song. songs, uh, Marcellus, is uh, "Stupefy." <laughs> what was that song by Winehouse? Uh, 
rehab. Uh, or she had a few. She had Valerie, um, which is amazing. Um, a rehab. Um, go back. So, Amy, what else do I have on here? Um, you know I'm no good. Back to Black was a great song. Want to hear that one? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Let's do it. Now, now, I did receive a couple of texts while ago saying, look, now you unplayed Atomic Dog. <laughs> now, you when you played Atomic Dog, now you can't forget about the Kappas either. So, I mm -hmm. have to... Hey, the Atomic, Atomic Dog is Omega. And you know, the Kappas, they, they get upset at me if I don't play their yeah. theme song. And Marcella, yes, I heard my sister. Come on now. Oh, I know that one. That's okay. not the version I want. That's not the version that I want. Yeah. I remember my aunt or somebody had an album. It was, it was very dirty. <laughs> oh, Parliament was, was the bomb back then. Oh, yeah. Still yeah. is, and they still torn. Um, yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to... Let me see if I can find the original version because that one I don't I don't too much like that that particular one. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find it because um, it's you got to play the original version. That's when they. Um, when the cappers do they do they low uh moves and stuff. <laughs> um, which is great. I matter of fact, uh uh they have so many different versions. Let me see who this is. Uh so that's 
see the lives. I don't too much like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not crazy about lives. I don't. I'm not either. Some people like some. Uh, some of them like they can get away with it, but uh. yeah, the live. I'm not too enthused about them, but it's um yeah, trying to find uh. I think this might be the original right here. There it is. So you can tell the difference in it. Mm -hmm. To all my Kappa listeners. Now, we do not own the rights to these songs. So just to let y'all know, we're going to do it up. Now, Prince is one of those that you can get away with live. Yeah. You can do Prince live. Uh, so Prince is always a good one. All right, we got about six and a half minutes, then we're gonna roll up out of here for uh we can now now don't forget we still have two tickets left um for the Sean Martin Go Go party uh, on Sunday. Uh, just call in 972-591-3665. 972-591-3665. Um, call in and um, um, if you're in the DFW area, call in. You can get two free tickets to the to the Sean Martin birthday bash day party, day go-go party. So um, uh, you can definitely call in and uh, uh, get you two tickets. And uh and it all be good. It will be a great show. It will be worth going to. You will have a great time. Matter of fact, you'll be going to every show after that one. So uh, this is a good time to do it. And um, shout out to Sean Martin, who is a capital. Uh, R.C. William, who is a capital also. So uh, shout out to them. And uh, two Knicks, who is also a capital. So uh, shout out to them. I know they probably somewhere dancing right now, mm -hmm. doing they low, doing they step with their canes. Um, so uh, shout out to them and and all the capos out there, Pastor Fitzgerald. I hear you. Um, so um, we we're gonna have to end with something that is good. Um, Some Genesis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't sound too. <laughs> um, I think this will be a good one, maybe. I don't know. Hello, Genesis. What am I? You're not feeling that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Marcellus had a good one. I was going to do Disturb because he mentioned it, but I, I think that song was not appropriate. <laughs> like, what? They curse in it. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> like, like the host. Well, in this one song, cast. like, because it's not the cleaned up version. No. Oh. I don't know yeah. what we can get away with. <laughs> you ain't never heard. The, oh, you don't listen to the show when you're not on. <laughs> I mean, I tune in and then like in passing. Yeah, I I try to. Uh, I'm a. I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say I try not to cuss that much, but sometimes cussing help you out sometimes. It, it relieves stress. Um, so, so, <laughs> but Miss Risky, yeah, it's been a great, been a great week. Um, let the people know where they can find you as we play this in this, them uh, streets. <laughs> uh, on your only fan page, you got a little bit of well, you know, because they're changing toes. the guidelines. I, you know, that's that's going to be shut down. Uh, but no, uh, you can find me all over social media at R-S-K-E-E. Uh, I pretty much live on Instagram sending people reels because I'm obsessed. I don't know why. Uh, R-S-K-E-E-Books.com. You can see check out my works. Um, R-S-K-E-E at Yahoo if you want to send a message. Um, history, you know, I'm a... Uh, Running out of ideas, uh, so send me some stuff you, you're interested in me researching, um, or just uh, random, you know, just questions or whatever. So that's it. Okay. Now we do not own the rights to this music. Just want to put a disclaimer out there: we don't want nobody to think that we own the rights to it. We don't, but we do love good music. Um, but also. Um, as for me, you can find me on uh, social media. I'm going to do this because we do have two more pair of tickets we need to get rid of. If you are watching the replay of this show, because um, I know it's a replay at 1 a.m., so if you're watching the replay, you can actually uh, uh, text me. Text me, and I can... Um, uh, still get the tickets away because Sean did leave them for us last night. So we want to make sure we give them away. We've already given away one pair and we have one more pair we're going to get rid of. So um, um, we love to talk. We love to have a good time, but we also deal with serious situation. Kind of like right now with everything that is going on in the world with the coronavirus please protect yourself um i just said i'm not going to respond to any more stupid comments that comes in for the simple fact it's your choice if you want to wear a mask or not but if you love your family you love your kids or you love the people around you please wear your mask this virus is serious and all these elected officials that have been telling you 
that this virus is just like the flu. Please do not let them fool you. Um, because it came out today, um, allegedly, Greg Abbott is scared that he have the virus. And I wish nothing bad upon that man. But at the same time, hopefully this will change his whole attitude toward this uh, virus because way too many people have lost their life. People are still struggling with it. Our hospitals are full. But at the same time, this man saying the, they say the best thing to do is get vaccinated. But kids 11 and under cannot get vaccinated. So, but you don't want to allow masks in schools. But at the same time, you feel like this virus is not all that bad for the simple fact you're, you have a better health treatment than all of us. They're going to make sure they do whatever they can to cure whatever you get. But at the same time, you feel like, oh, it's okay. And all of this started because of Trump. I don't care what anybody say. Trump is the one that started this when he knew back in 2019 about this virus. He should have put an alert out then and also warned the people to wear a mask to protect all of us. So I'm saying this personally. And parents, please stop sending your kids to school knowing that they've been affected. Because what you're doing, you continue to spread it. And that needs to stop. What should happen, if you know that your child uh, had a virus or you know you had a virus and you're going on with your everyday life, you should be charged. And that's all to it. And I'm saying this on a personal level for the simple fact someone sent their child to school and one of my great nieces been exposed to it. She haven't got a test results back yet. But hoping, praying and hoping that she don't have it. And at the same time, the parents that are, uh, prefer to send their kids to school instead of watching your damn kids, you need to stop it. So until Sunday night, if the Lord say the same, we will see. I will see you Sunday. Miss Risky will see you next uh, Thursday. Until then, peace.